This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And welcome to the Vedic Wisdom. Thank you for being with us today. I'd like to talk to you on a subject relative to everyone because there is the question in everyone's mind do I qualify in the eyes of the Lord do I qualify to become God conscious a servant of the Lord can I be uplifted to the platform of purified can I be uplifted to the platform of qualified to be a servant of God to be divine because we look out at the world and we see there's a host of variety in the humans that are there. There are so many different people, different varieties, qualities, work, characteristics, attitudes. Is everybody, I mean, can that joker over there, can that person that ran over my cat or my dog, can that? You wonder who is and who isn't. And where is the line drawn? Well, it might surprise you to understand how the line is drawn. It's not drawn by the quality of the activities you perform. Because then the banker might get through, but the sweeper wouldn't. Or the educated man might get through, but the uneducated wouldn't. And that doesn't fit in to God consciousness. God is the universal father as the cause of all causes, the creator of everything animate and inanimate, the giver of life and consciousness to us as living entities, it doesn't fit in that he's going to, like, write somebody out for running over the cat. <laughs> so what is the criteria? Well, the Vedic literature says that even if someone is addicted to all sorts of sinful activities... Even if he has no education, even if he's uh, misinformed, poorly moraled, a variety of things you and I would consider to be disqualifications, it doesn't mean he's disqualified in the eyes of the Lord. But what can guarantee that he is qualified? If he has reached to the platform of rendering some service to the Lord. Now, we've discussed on our program, the Vedic literature describes service or devotional service in many different features, nine principal features, that begins with hearing, hearing of the transcendental pastimes of the Lord, understanding his appearance and disappearance, and then chanting, repeating, speaking about these things, analyzing them, engaging in activities he prescribes, Chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, reading the Vedic literature, offering a simple fruit, flower, or leaf for the satisfaction of the Lord. This is how simple the doorway into service is. Now, to get to the higher platforms of service, and to actually understand in complete perspective, one requires the support and assistance of the spiritual master bona fide representative of the Lord who sees and understands in proper perspective and guides the person out of their material conception of life into a devotional perspective of life. Now, 
in all of this, in all of these stages, and all of these points of views, and all of these activities you may perform, all of these sinful things you may have done, there is an overriding qualification. And in the Vedic literature it says that that qualification is your earnestness, your sincere desire to do the right thing, to raise yourself out of the illusion, to want to render service to God. Something simple, but you want to do that ultimate good act. That's the requirement. Now, just like we've talked before, uh, it's not a matter of what you offer or sacrifice to the Lord. It's the sincerity, the love and devotion with which you do it. And here we're speaking on the same platform. It's the earnestness, it's the sincerity that you put behind what you're doing, what you want. The living entities, you and I, we all have free will, so there is a willingness or unwillingness. There is a sincere, earnest desire or there's a dismissal. We have that free will. That free will is not taken away from us. It's given and we have it and it's there. And our existence is a reflection of how we've used that free will. And here we're talking about how significant it is to use that free will to try to be the best you can be. And the best you can be is easily understood to be a servant of God. You can serve so many different things, your family, your body, your friends, your animals, your boss, your country. He made the ultimate sacrifice to his country. It goes on and on and on and on. There are many interpretations of where and how you render service. But the ultimate type of service is that service that is rendered directly to the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is above all the material mundane wrangling that goes on. All the different perspectives, moral and immoral, right and wrong, good and bad, just, unjust, useful, useless. These are all the mundane platforms. From the Lord's perspective, is he trying to reach to that level where he renders some service to me? Is he trying to get above that mundane wrangling and come to the platform of rendering service specifically to my satisfaction? This is where earnestness is at. This is sincerity is at. If that characteristic is in you, success is guaranteed. You're qualified. Qualified for what? To reach the highest platform of consciousness and to engage in those activities that give nothing but pure transcendental love. The ultimate satisfaction, the ultimate perfection. Loving devotional service. Uh, to be more specific, uninterrupted, unself-motivated devotional service to God. Now, as I said a moment ago, to reach those highest planes, you need to have the guidance, instructions and clarification of a bona fide spiritual master who can guide you through the intricacies, guide you through the secrets of relationships. Just as we're talking today, this is confidential knowledge. We're talking about the, the motivation, the expectation on the part of the Lord 
for you to achieve to be qualified to enter into the personal devotional service. To leave behind the material tabernacle of all these varieties and differences. Dualities, it's called. And to raise to the platform of selfless devotional service directly to the Supreme Lord in association with the Supreme Lord is all under the guidance of the spiritual master. So it's just like anything else. You have to follow the authority on any particular path. You have to learn from the professor on any particular subject. Similarly, to be, understand the intricacies and the significant aspects and the Lord's perspective on your being qualified as a servant. You require the instructions and guidance of this bona fide spiritual master. Now, bona fide means one who knows, one who has been instructed from above and is passing it down to you. Transparent via media is the way it's described. He is a, a, like a piece of glass. You're on one side, you can see directly what's on the other. The spiritual master is there and he's showing you this is what's on the other side. And it's given clearly. No misconceptions. So, getting this proper guidance is very significant. But it has to be coupled with your earnestness, your sincerity. It's described that God performs many, 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 many different kinds of pastimes and activities. And he does them in association of personal associates. His personal entourage, his personal friends. Some play the roles of relatives, some play the roles of friends, etc., etc. But they're all qualified with this same thing. The sincere, earnest desire to satisfy the Lord, not to satisfy the self. So it says here in Vedic literature that the Lord is willing to... Uh, Completely bestow liberation from the cycle of birth and death. Completely willing to bestow liberation from the sufferings of this material world. And he regularly does it to people. But it's not so easy to qualify for entering in that personal devotional service. In the association of the Lord. Because the requirement is the self selfless desire to satisfy the Lord, as opposed to satisfy yourself. So we have to take a look at ourselves in this case. Then we have to say, well, where am I at? Where is my head at? What do I value? Am I in this whole thing, this whole entire life? Am I in it just for me? If the answer to that is yes, you have a problem. Okay. It starts out really basic. You're not going to get along well with those in your family if you're so selfish that you don't consider them. And it expands from there. Your friends, your workmates, your employer. Any other contribution you make to society, any other position you hold among society and club or of a significant office, any of that. If you're just selfish bound, you're not going to go very far. Now, you may be a politician and you're totally selfish, but you lie all the time to make people think that you care about them. That this is deception. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about that concept, uh, that aspect uh, within you. The Lord knows your true desire. And you can't fool him. So you can't 
lie and cheat and the Lord accept you. It won't happen. So what we're talking about is when you rose above the misconception of selfishness and entered into the platform of selflessness and you realize that the most selfless thing you can do is please the Supreme Lord, please God, Krishna. So you begin to see that this act of pleasing Krishna as opposed to pleasing yourself removes you from the material tabernacle and removes you from the contaminated point of view. Selfishness is a contaminated point of view. Now, I'm not talking about self-preservation where you got to survive, you struggle to survive. We know how that is instinctive. We're talking about choice. I put me over everyone. This is an illusion. This is a deception. This is an inferior conception. And this is what you have to rise above. The, the people who actually stand out in society, they stand out because they're selfless. And you see their selflessness and you feel touched. Why? Because God is touched. And, and the Lord is in the heart of all living entities as the super soul. And you are able to feel a bit of his transcendental astonishment at how selfless and sincere and determined and earnest this particular person is in all circumstances. Not just when it behooves them or when they think somebody's watching. In all circumstances. So we have to look at ourselves. Let me see. How selfless am I? Hmm. How much do I do for others? How much do I do for others with an ulterior motive? So, this has to be done fairly. You have to look sincerely at yourself and fairly at yourself, your activity and behavior. And note whether or not you're actually coming near the platform of selflessness. And if you're getting anywhere near it, the desire should grow within you to render service to Krishna, the Supreme Lord, some simple service. He's made it extremely easy. He's made himself extremely approachable. Even to someone like you or I. It says here, even someone who's uh, addicted to all sorts of sinful acts. So the potency of association with the Lord is so strong that even someone of that level of potency can immediately be purified if they have the earnest desire to render some service to God that pleases God. It's not self-motivated. So this platform is nurtured, is developed, comes into bloom when one associates with people who live on that platform, who already have attained that perspective of life. You need that type of association to make you understand it's not a risk, it's not a gamble, it's not a loss to be a selfless person who renders service to the Lord within his heart and his life. It's not a loss. It's the greatest gain. But in the beginning, initially, the people, they think, oh, oh but if I do that, if I, if I donate some money to, to build a, a temple or to sustain a, a church or temple, what benefit is it to me? I don't have that money then for what I wanted to do. 
That's the beginning conception, materialistic conception. That's not the point. The point is that one one gives to, to Krishna. Krishna gives in return a thousand times, more than a thousand times. We know, by definition, God is all good, the supreme being, all good and compassionate. So he's very willing and capable to give benediction to anyone and everyone if you simply try to please him. I heard him stating just the other day that uh, you can take a step toward the Lord and he can take many steps toward you. Similarly, you can try to satisfy the people in your life, but you can never satisfy everybody. But if you satisfy Krishna, he can satisfy everybody. So you have the ability to being liberated from direct responsibility by surrendering to the Lord. And the Lord has the ability to see to the satisfaction of your other responsibilities. He wants your service, so if you're willing to step away from the mundane level and step over to the spiritual level, he'll assist you by seeing there's no void, there's no loss, there's no difficulty on the mundane platform because you vacated that post. You become absorbed in a higher post. And that post, that activity, that devotional service you perform there is satisfying to the Supreme Lord. And therefore, he says, ah, this person is doing the right thing. Let me fill that gap. I'll see to it that there's no loss because he moved out and rendered service directly to me now. But you don't have that capability. You can't be in both places. So if you come forward and use your earnest, sincere desire to serve God, he has the potency and the intent to see to it there's no loss. You don't leave anything broken behind, neglected behind. He can make up for your moving on, shall we say, into spiritual life, into devotional activities as opposed to being caught up in family, friends, jobs, responsibilities, etc. of the material world. So the Vedic literature is quick to say, don't be attached to this material world and think that it's the all in all. Because you have something far greater waiting in front of you if you step up. And you can step up to that spiritual platform by the guidance of the spiritual master. And the spiritual master reassures you, don't worry about what you're leaving behind. Don't worry about what you're uh, giving up. Don't think you're neglecting. Because the Lord is more concerned that you become a sincere servant than he is that you stay where you are and try to fulfill all those requirements and responsibilities. The Vedic literature is instructing you that the result achieved, the taste, the happiness, the eternal platform, the perspective and the knowledge from loving devotional service is hundreds of thousands of times more significant than anything you can achieve with your best abilities in this material world. There's just no comparison. 
One is the amount of water in a well, and the other is the amount of water in the ocean. Such a vast difference. Well, since everybody in this material well is in anxiety, and everybody in the spiritual devotional service is in ecstasy, we should easily be able to understand there is a place for us there, we are better off there, it is the right position for happiness and eternal life. It is the platform that will actually award you and reward others and maintain the balance even if you step out. Stepping up to devotional service has no negative. And there's nothing in this material world that doesn't have a negative. There's good and bad in everybody. It's good and bad in everything. There's good and bad species, good and bad everythings. This is the world of duality. It's not that way in the spiritual platform. It's only good. There's no negative. So you're leaving behind this duality and stepping into devotional life and devotional service. It produces a positive to you, to everyone you left behind, to the eyes of the spiritual master, to the satisfaction of the Supreme Lord, to the joy of all of the uh, additional servants of the Lord. You enter into a new family of selfless, devoted servants of God. What an amazing step up. Yes, you may have to leave the situation you're in now, but the replacement is so much greater, it's astonishing. And I think that you can see, I think the intelligent persons among you will understand that when you're in a particular circumstance or stage of life, it is glorious, you couldn't think of it being any different. But time changes it, and after so many years or whatever, you're in a different stage of life that's no longer with you, but what you're doing now is wonderful too. And you have to recognize that is uh, reflected in what we're speaking about. You, you let go of the material conception of life because uh, you know there's a higher perspective of life awaiting you. In your mind will say, oh my goodness, this is so good, don't let go. But the knowledge given to your intelligence on behalf of the spiritual master clarifies your understanding that reaching that platform of selfless devotional service is so much greater that what you've left behind won't bother you because what is replacing it is so many times greater. So this is what's encouraged in the Vedic literature. You're encouraged to read the Vedic literature, to listen to the spiritual master, follow his instructions, understand the intricacies of devotional service, and become detached. Detachment on one hand and devotional service on the other hand. You get detached from this material world and you become attached to the devotional service. You lift yourself to a platform that is absolutely enviable by everyone. It is the topmost perfection. Unself-motivated, uninterrupted, selfless devotional service to God without concern for what you have to leave behind to attain it. Everybody has to leave behind their material predicament sooner or later. Why not consciously leave it behind 
and use your earnest, sincere desire to achieve a far greater platform directly associating, directly serving the Supreme Lord and perceiving, witnessing his satisfaction with you and reaping the reward of his affectionate response. The Lord says, as they surrender unto me, thusly I reward them. If you surrender your life and soul, he rewards you with everything you require, everything you could dream of. So take to the Vedic literature, learn, read, follow the instructions of the spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada. Associate with people who are becoming detached and are on that platform of devotional service. Learn how easy it is anyone can do it, even if you're a sinful nonsense. You're not disqualified in the eyes of God. If you have that sincere earnestness, you can get out of the predicament you've got yourself into. He'll help you out and make you be that divine person you really are inside this body of confusion, anxiety, and fear. So raise above these negatives and reach to the devotional service spiritual life, the positive, and taste the life you're meant to lead. Taste your normal condition of existence a sincere, loving service in the association of the Lord and His purified servants, giving selfless devotional service without expectation of return, yet confident the return, the protection, the support is unlimitedly there for he who surrenders to the Lord. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices. Or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.